Amelia graduated with a BA in Media Studies in Spanish from the University of Virginia and is currently in a fifth year accelerated master's program with a concentration in management and marketing at UVA's business school. Amelia is targeting consulting firms like Bain, LEK, and Accenture, as well as some financial services firms like Capital One. Is her resume to the point where she can land a job at one of these firms? Keep listening to find out, as Jenny Ray does a deep dive, extreme consulting makeover of Amelia's resume to illuminate what needs to happen in order for her to achieve recruiting success. You're guaranteed to learn a lot from this uh, recent live session. So keep listening, uh, take notes to find out, click the link in the show notes to see the before and after of Amelia's resume. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Thank you, Amelia. That's a great view. Okay, awesome. So let me just see what I see, right? So we've got University of Virginia. Um, looks like you, I, I know UVA because it's my alma mater. So wahoo wah. Um, and yeah. um, so you've got the master's and the BA, um, but, you know, both from kind of the two different schools and then also UVA and Valencia. So that's great from an education perspective. Um, we always look for no high school. So, um, so that's, you know, good guidance that you got in that one. Um, your professional experience. So um, Soul Systems, Rem and Company at UVA, and then First Street Foundation. Um, so Charlottesville, DC, New York. I'll, I'll kind of talk through some of what I think is missing there, because I think that's probably a big opportunity just right off the bat to um, beef up the communication of what you did in places, because it's not immediately like, oh, I interned at Amex, or I interned at Capital One, or I mm-hmm. um, interned somewhere. And I, like, just for context, I interned in Ghana at a hospital um, through a grant, and then I was, like, at a ranch in Wyoming. So trying to communicate some of my uh, experiences with um, my potential employers was a challenge. So I'll talk through how to do that. I've got lots of insight on that. Um, you have better experience than I did, but I think we could beat that up. Um, and then um, leadership. So um, sorority leadership and then um, college council. Um, so both at Charlottesville. And I think, again, we, I think we can actually borrow some space back here, but again, like kind of punch up what you're doing there. Um, and then we've got this like big, fun, um, hefty session, skills and relevant coursework. There's just one thing that's missing on here immediately. Um, and I'm going to start there and then I'll dive into your experience. Um, is the, what, what I would say the last line of every resume should be is an interests line. Um, and the reason is that when you are competing in unusual job markets, everybody's coming in with a degree, uh, with skills, with experiences. But the one thing that nobody will replicate is you. And um, so when they look for the X factor, it's not actually all of the above. It's the thing that helps you stand out. The thing that makes them want to say like, oh, I would love to talk to this person. Um, And your interest gives them the spice to do that. So you can't put boring ones like I love to walk on the beach and I love, you know, food, right? Um, You have to kind of be like, my favorite restaurant is my like favorite hike I ever did was I have 
this like odd talent on the mandolin, like something that you can imagine if you threw it into a conversation would really, um, add, you know, add some, uh, not, not quirk, but just like, Oh, I'd love to talk to this person about that. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so don't just put reading, put what you love to read, put not just cooking what you love to cook. Um, just the, the more specifics, the more, uh, their hooks that people would like to talk into. So we're going to make that the new last line, um, of your resume. So let me zoom out for a second, talk about big picture, and then I'm going to come back and talk about some of your specifics, if that's good. Um, This is in two contexts because you've applied to a lot of the roles. So we want to kind of like make sure that this is what you want for your future applications. But we also want to make sure that you think about the story that you want to tell when you do get the audiences at firms, right? When they say, yes, you know, we'd love to interview Amelia. Um, the, The bigger picture is I don't care how competitive it is. I'm a winner. Right. Um, and so when uh, like like I graduated from UVA, I'm, I'm an ancient, I'm an, I'm an actual relic. They're going to make a statue of me at some point soon. Um, so uh, I, I graduated in 2002. So 2001 with 9-11 and everything that happened was a big time of economic uncertainty. So before 2008 and the great financial crisis, 2002 was like the worst tiring period prior to that, right? Um, so when I graduated, it was a similar similar scenes and similar questions. But I will say this, every single firm hires, like if they're coming to UVA, they all are hiring. None of them are coming to tell you about a job that they can't have. So it's not about the availability of jobs that has ever been the issue. It's the similar situation to kind of college applications. Like sometimes the applicants go up and sometimes they go down, but everybody's taking classes and that's the same at firms. So um, here are two things that are different about this year. Number one, the firms are nervous. So they've never been this nervous before and they don't want to hire you. You are a fixed cost in their business um, in a variable work environment, right? So they don't want to hire you and have you on board and then not have work for you to do. So there will be a robust, we expect second season of hiring in the spring of next year for full-time hiring. So I know you're not applying for internships, but internships are like very, very slim. And uh, the expectation for internships is that a hundred percent of people they're hoping will get and receive offers from those internships. And it, usually it's like already 80% and they're pushing that up toward 90% is really what they're hoping for in this year. Um, but for the full-time hiring, they're like, well, we could just wait, right? Like internship hiring, you could, you could take people now or you could take people later, but I could also interview in April, Amelia. And so that's why you want to really begin the off resume conversation with a lot of these firms and leave it open with some of them, right? So, um, especially with boutiques who are more sensitive to holding headcount that they can't afford um, and who are more flexible with their hiring timelines. Um, They're trying to like not miss out on great talent, but there's going to be the second season that's going to come up. So I just want to say, you're going to have a job when you graduate. All right. Um, So just to set your, your like um, fears uh, at bay Um, and every firm that is worth its salt will hire folks that are coming from undergrad or specialty master's programs, because y'all are the cheapest talent that they can find. (laughs) And that is meant to be a comfort to you Um, because um, a MBA has bleaker prospects than you do because they're twice as much for the same job. 
really. Um, and so when you're coming out of the, uh, these kind of programs, I just want to encourage you, people are still hiring. They will always have a talent pipeline. They're hiring potentially at different times, um, but your your competitiveness does matter. And of course, if you're able to land a job that you're really excited about early on, then that's going to be the best case scenario. But I ended up applying two and a half years after I graduated when the market had picked up a little bit after doing other stuff kind of in the meantime. So I know you have a lot of openings on your plate. I want to think about how we could get to all of those different ones. Any questions so far about what I've said? Um, I do not. Um, okay. But thank you. Great. So, so let's, let's talk about how to make you um, super stand out here. We'll be right back after this quick message. Are you having trouble getting your application reviewed or seen? Or worse, your application's getting rejected as soon as you send it in? Are you having trouble conveying your story in a compelling way on your resume? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then we'd love to work with you on a resume and cover letter edit. Our MBB team edits 600 resumes and cover letters a year, and they know what works for consulting firms. We'll perform two rounds of really detailed and really personalized line-by-line edits on your resume and your cover letter. Check out the links in this episode's show notes to learn more. All right, let's get back to the show. So, so the first thing is I want your professional experience to be a bigger part of your resume. Um, because one of the things that I'm looking for in this kind of environment is like a tried and tested professional. Um, so I'm less likely to take somebody who I'm like, oh, I don't know how they're going to perform. And so we're going to want to bulk out that part of your resume. Let me just talk about a few formatting things that could help us get there so that there's more real estate available in that section. Um, the first is that I actually don't need to know that your leadership experience was in Charlottesville because it was in Charlottesville. I'm going to make that assumption. And so you can make your leadership experience introductory line, one line, and you can just put like a... Um, I don't know even know what that image is called, but it's like in the upper right-hand corner of your keyboard, just a straight line after Kappa Alpha Theta, and then put president, right? Um, and I don't need to necessarily know even your former roles in these leadership experiences. Um, and then I would love to know the dates, but I don't need to know the locations of your leadership experience. I'm going to talk to you about where you had your professional experience. And I love to see that you were not just in Charlottesville, but in a couple cities, because that's going to give me a good proxy for an off resume conversation about like, what did you like about DC or what did you like about New York? Um, and, and so those locations are important, but really only for your professional experience. So that's going to gain us two lines back um, if we do that. Um, you've got your languages, um, you've got business level speaking, reading and writing. Um, I would, I kind of expect some of that based on your Valencia experience, but I would, I would move that up actually, um, just below the skills in your bottom section. And I would move your relevant coursework up into your University of Virginia, um, experiences. You can combine um, the University of Virginia experiences, even though you're at two different schools. You, were you in the um, College of Arts and Sciences for your undergrad? Yes, I was. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, so you can put um, just like MS in commerce and then marketing and management concentration on one line. Um, if Do you have a GPA yet from your um, MS? Probably not, right? I'm not. 
No. Yeah. Great. So your, um, your GPA is great from your undergrad, but you again can kind of put some of that, um, up there. You don't have to put the cumulative word. I would pull your GPA up to that line. Um, and, and so we're going to get like some lines back in that section. And then the same with your university of Virginia and Valencia immersion program. And I like highlighting foreign languages. If you've got space in a separate line there, because it really does call out, like I, I have some um, chops in Spanish. Um, you may want to mention because of that, that you're open to working in, if you are some Latin American focused offices like Miami or Dallas or Austin or um, Houston. Um, and that might give you more flexibility in terms of your conversations with people. It also is an anchor for you to begin the discussion. Uh, but, you know, building on your Spanish language skills um, in offices like those can be a helpful place to kind of go outside of the crowd. Right? The crowd at UVA is, of course, based on its location, going to try to go to DC and New York. Um, and so if you can be like, I'm, I'd actually love to go to Miami, you're going to have a separate conversation with a firm that would really like to talk to you because UVA is already a core school in a separate office. Um, like, and Miami doesn't have schools, the caliber of UVA at, at the reg, right? You know, so they have a few great target schools, but they're actually really open to hiring from across the country. Um, and so, so anyhow, those are a couple of just tips on how to use that experience in your education. Um, you'll do that by the way, by reaching out to people um, by email, you'll find them on LinkedIn, reach out to them by email and then follow back up on LinkedIn um, and ask for a 15 minute conversation. Because if you can rise above the resume pool, that's kind of one of your main focuses in a super competitive environment, right? Um, I'm going to talk now just about the leadership experience, and then I'm going to go to the uh, and spend the rest of the time in your professional experience. So in your leadership experience, again, right, we're tightening up the, the space because we want to make room for almost half of your resume to look like this professional experience. We're going to bulk that out a little bit. And so, um, you know, the two, you, you've got, done a pretty good job of your data points in your leadership experience. One of our rules when we're editing people's resumes is that every line has to have a data point or you take it off the resume. And so um, like the last line served as a spokesperson and representative to university staff, alumni and national board members, like you could tell me how many people they are, how many interactions you had, but you've got to add a number in there or that line comes off. That's kind of one of our like really hardcore editing rules. And the reason is that as I look through this resume, I skip almost everything in your professional experience, because there's no numbers in there. And so I'm anchoring on these places where you popped um, the numbers. So tell me about your budget of the, you know, sororities have these big budgets that you're working with. So like, tell me about the budget of the sorority. Tell me a little bit about the, you told me about the number of members, like tell me about the hours that you worked. The president of a sorority is a really, really um, hard and, um, and challenging time commitment. Um, then on college council. So, um, right. You know, I remember some people that you're going to be networking with through on-campus recruiting will know what college council is, but assume that your resume needs to go beyond that, that you want to actually have conversations with folks that aren't super deeply familiar with UVA. So, you, so for college council, I actually might want to describe that. Like, what is it? Right. What is the college council? Um, so the first line of this and all of your professional experiences are going to need to be like what the thing is that you're working for. 
right? You have to provide me with context that's going to make me go, oh, wow, that that's actually really similar to what we do, or that's a legitimate experience, right? So um, I'm not just interested in what you did, Amelia. I'm interested in what the context was that you did it in. And the more that we can share that, the more that we can kind of punch up some of those things. Um, same rules too with all those data points. And then finally, um, in your... Um, you can shorten the, um, like, instead of August, you can put aug instead of like October, you can put oct, right? Um, you can shorten up the language of some of those, um, kind of general experiences because that's going to be, I think, an important highlight. Now, um, let me talk through a couple of these professional experiences. So summer 27 seems like high school. Was it? Yep. It was. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So let's try to um, pull it off for now and see if we can build other experiences in. Um, Cause I'm, I'm going to really push you now to see what we can talk about in this professional experience section. So I'm going to, I'm going to create a disaster by having this big old hole at the moment, but this is what I would do if I was actually editing your resume, right? I would pull it onto another screen. I'd be like, all right, taking a step back. How do we create the, the conversation that you want? So you've got two kind of honking things. You've got Rem and company at UVA for almost your whole time in undergrad. T- tell me about it. Like, what is it? Cause I, I feel like we're going to really beef that up and make that an amazing thing. Yeah, of course. So Remen company is a, um, nonprofit small consulting company that was started during COVID to help small businesses, um, that were really struggling with the decline in profits after the pandemic. Um, and it really focuses on women owned businesses, um, black and Latino owned businesses, things like that. And they started a um, a campus uh, branch of their company that started up these clubs at individual um, at individual colleges where they would kind of coach us and we would have teams working with small businesses um, mm-hmm. completely for free to kind of pinpoint their their major um, issues and just help them um, throughout kind of a six week seven week sprint. Um, really boost either revenues or uh, decrease costs, whatever their issue was. Um, And so I started off as a team lead for the first semester. And then I moved on to um, co-president kind of overseeing the um, multiple teams we had and and talking with a lot of clients to try to get them on board um, before the sprints started. So, yeah. Okay. So what you just told me changes your whole resume. Like that is really great experience. Um, I can't see a dang thing about that on your resume as it is right now, okay. right? Um, yeah. So I I need to know the context of the organization for sure. That's got to be in the first line, right? With whatever, whatever. And you you seem like pretty wedded. This might be um, like UVA guidance, but I want to break it right now just for consulting. I think we need more context sometimes. You can go to two lines on each bullet point. Like each bullet point can wrap around to a second line. And I think you need that here to be like for this like organization with X chapters at multiple different places. Like you worked on, you know, 30 different client engagements for DEI 
um, clients are for like women, you know, and minority owned businesses, like boom, right. All of a sudden, right. Tell me what the size of the business is. Tell me uh, about the six to seven week sprints. Um, you don't have to do all of that in one bullet point, but like, I need all of that context and I need to know the specific detail in at least one bullet, maybe more of each individual project that you led or staffed yourself on, right? So if you did a model for somebody, if you did market research for somebody, if you led a client team for somebody, I definitely need that as a full bullet point. You did summary, summary, summary here. And I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. I don't want to read any of it. I skip it. So what you just told me was incredibly interesting. I'd want to have a half an hour conversation. And I know that you like consulting because you've done it over and over and over again. And so all of a sudden you just gave me a proof points that I didn't have. So, so I'm going to really encourage you to totally remake that part of your resume. Okay. Um, it, if it wasn't paid though, I actually want it to go to your leadership experience. Um, and so I'm, I'm ruining your professional experience one step at a time, but I want to do that in part because I love that you were president of a sorority that definitely shows that you have like leadership, you know, and, um, capabilities. I, I know that they're competitive to run for president, but I, I would rather have you talk about, this is what I did at UVA. Like this was my capstone of my time at UVA in the leadership experience there. And I'd rather have that be the first thing that you put up there. So I want you to actually move that into your leadership experience. Cause I think it's going to help there as well. Okay. Um, okay. So now we have to talk about this now huge gaping hole of professional experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so talk to me about soul systems. Yeah. So soul systems um, is in the solar industry. They work kind of in a bunch of different buckets. They work with um, uh, solar renewable energy credits on kind of a client client basis. They also work with huge um, companies like Microsoft, Google, Facebook. Um, and I worked as a marketing intern and I, they had a huge kind of rebranding while I was there. So I helped design the website, um, helped with a new logo, um, did a lot of more like creative graphic design side yeah. stuff. Um, I used a lot of Adobe, um, made some videos that were added to the website. Um, and yeah, just did a, produce a lot of, of, a lot of deliverables. Okay. So Sames, right. This is actually a really legitimate organization and it mm-hmm. looks like it might be like a nonprofit in Central America. Like I, I can't even tell, right. I have no idea what the organization does. Um, and so I, I need, I need much more spicy content, rich bullets. And I, so I would like allocate like a pretty big chunk of your time there. You have a whole year on there. So was it a virtual internship or t- tell me about the actual, con- did you get promoted? Did you get rehired? Like, tell me what happened with that. So I was in person over the summer as a just summer intern. Um, and then because my second semester, my senior year, my first semester, I was full-time student. My second semester, I was part-time student. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was still had a good amount of time um, in my schedule. And I communicated that to my boss and he really wanted me to continue working with them. Um, and so I did after um, school started, I switched to a virtual virtual internship with them. Okay. Um, so yeah. if there's some way that you could um, 
even get approval from them to like separate out like marketing intern one and marketing intern two or something to show that you were promoted again, like, right. We're looking for these hallmarks of top performers and I can't see them yet. They're hidden on your resume. You can't rely on getting me into an interview to tell me all these things. And I don't, I want to have the, I actually, what I really want to have in the um, interview is the sense of like, no, this person is exactly as good as what their resume said. You're like a hidden treasure that I might never see. There are other people who definitely like overinflate their experience and then they disappoint, but you're, you're so, so far from that. You are way more impressive than what your resume is showing right now. Um, and so, um, so I, I would, I would maybe even try to break it out into the two experiences. So you can have a little bit more space to talk about the projects that you worked on in the summer when you were on site, and then some of the ongoing projects that you did. And again, it will show that you were valuable, promoted, kept on, like, this is what we're looking for in a, in a competitive environment. I want somebody who's loyal, who wants to stay. And I want somebody who's valuable, who's great um, and who I want to stay. And so having those two things is going to be super powerful. Um, I know we have like two minutes left because we've got one more, um, one more person to um, help out here, but um, is there, I, I feel like now there's a hole under professional experience. So is there other experience for work that you did? Um, what if it was um, like a one week but we have a program called Strategy Sprint, right? At, um, and we're actually running one starting in November of this year, but we run them in May and November. So sometimes people will put something like that on their resume where it's kind of the equivalent to what you did at Rem and Company, even though that was so much bigger and bolder. Um, but it's like a one week, you know, um, consulting assignment or you like helped out a business for a summer. Um, is there anything else that you did that you just thought like didn't pass muster to get on your resume, but it might be focused on inside there. Hmm. Um, not off the top of my head, honestly, I, I did sophomore year of college. I did a, um, UX UI design kind of three week course through this, um, company called forge in, in Charlottesville. But that wasn't necessarily professional experience. It was just kind of a a certificate kind of course. Did you do a project or a capstone or something like that for it? Yes, we did. Well, yeah, we did. um, Our big project was helping a um, small business, uh, a tourism, Charlotte tourism guide. um, I love it. And just overall strategy, and we that definitely was- put that on there. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, you're 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 being way too humble here. We um, okay. you've got you've got way better experience, um, but it's it's again it's kind of just masking your your structure of your resume and the actual bullet points are masking how great your experiences. So I would put Soul Systems and that. So far, you know, we, we we obviously if you want us to do the whole resume edit, by the way, we'll do it for you, um, but. Okay. If you want to, if you want to just kind of walk through what we talked about and process it, that's what I would do at a high level. I would kind of tighten up some of your lower value sections like education, um, skills and, and leadership, um, and try to just like punch them up so that I can see super quickly that you were amazing in there. Um, I would move a few of the bullet points. So there's a, a, not quite a long, as long of a list of the skills and relevant coursework and maybe add, like if you had any scholarships or awards or um, anything else when you were at UVA, any other activities of like groups other than your sorority that you were involved in, like pop all those kind of in your set, um, you know, first education section, but really focus on remaking this professional leadership experience section. And I think you're going to have a transformed resume. So um, send it to us. 
when you've gone through it um, and, and let us know, you know, obviously if you want to um, book an edit, we can do an edit for you, but it, but one way or the other, I would love to see it afterwards and be like, yes, that was what we were going for. Um, okay. And so, so please make sure that you do that. And if it's all right with everybody, we'll share the after version once you've taken this um, in, into um, fell suit. You know, we have, we have like uh, uh, over 600 different consulting firms that pay attention to our pool of people. So maybe an opportunity will come for you actually directly through sharing this. So we're excited for you. And um, and I'm grateful that we got the time to talk because I think there was a lot missing here. Great. Thank you so much, Jenny. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. If you're interested in getting an extreme consulting makeover, you can. Check out the link in the show notes to apply today. If you need a resume and cover letter edit, Link in the show notes for that as well. We'd love to work with you. Thank you for tuning in to Strategy Simplified. We'll catch you again in the next episode.